This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Developer Branded Podcast. I think I'm going back to old school right now to where it's just me. I'm not interviewing anyone. It's just you and I. And me talking, and you hopefully listening. Man, I cannot believe the position I am in today. Now, please know, if you hear anything in the background, I have dogs, and they're going to make noises. So, sorry about that. But anyway, it's kind of interesting thinking that the only reason that I'm where I am today, it's literally because I was laid off from my dream job one year ago. I believe it was May of last year, and it's May now. It's been abs- Wow, it's actually been one year. It has been exactly one year since I've been laid off as a developer for my dream job. This is the second developer job I had after being a junior developer for two years. They hired me as a mid-level developer, front-end engineer to be exact. I worked there for two years. I learned a lot of code. I became such... I became an approved problem solver. I learned how to work with a much more complicated code base, work with a a skilled team, work as a team, working with tight deadlines on a daily basis, and actually working on a web application, or I guess you could say website, that is used by literally tens of millions of people every single month. It was a dream job. And not just that, it's a job at a place where people know who this company is all around the world. It it's it's crazy, right? And I got hired there. After two years as a junior, after two years of making forty five thousand dollars a year, being promised to get a raise all the time for two years and they never gave it to me. They only were willing to give me a raise when I got a job offer from another company. <laughs> I'm so glad I rejected that that match as well because I would have not been happy remaining at that company. That first company If they were not willing to give me a raise for two years and only offered to give it to me when I got a job offer somewhere else, that company does not value and they did not value me. So I left. I'm my dream job as a mid-level developer working at a company that I've known of for many years prior to being a developer, never thinking that they would ever hire someone like me, a college dropout. So I worked there for two years. And after working there for two years, I'm not going to lie. I was doing the same thing over and over again, working on email templates over and over again, knowing that just working on email templates will not help me get a better job in the future. I just kept doing it. I was comfortable. I even received multiple job offers from other companies that were willing to pay more, but because I was so comfortable at that company, I still didn't leave. That even when I received a job offer from a bigger company, even my colleagues were like, Chris, you should have accepted it. But I'm like, no, I'm loyal. I'm a loyal employee. Little did I know, eight months after that, after this pandemic happened, I got laid off. I got laid off. Ironically enough, I knew that during this this pandemic that I would be the first to be laid off because, I mean, I just knew. But man, that was heartbreaking. I've never been laid off from a job. 
And what makes it more heartbreaking for me is that, like, yo, I'm documenting my journey on YouTube for the whole world to see, and they're going to see that I got laid off, which makes it even more difficult <laughs> to do, right? But I got laid off. And I remember the moment it happened. I remember the exact moment it happened. My boss set a meeting for me. You know, you, me and my boss at that time would have weekly meetings all the time. We had a normal weekly meeting. He moved it to, um, instead of meeting early in the morning like usual, we met a little bit later in the day around 3 p.m. or something like that. But this time, before we joined that call on Google Meets, it wasn't just him on the call. You know how you can see who's in the call before you join on Google Meets? It wasn't just him. It was the company lawyer as well. As soon as I saw that, before I even clicked join, I already knew. I already knew I was going to be laid off. And at this time, my stepdad also got laid off from work. Or I forgot what it's called when they say that they can't pay you right now. So live off from unemployment. And eventually when a position is available again, we'll hire you again. We'll bring you back to work. You're not fired or anything or laid off. But furbo or something like that. I forgot. Whatever. So my family was depending on me. So imagine going through all those emotions. And when I joined a meeting, uh, you know, like, Chris, how are you? I'm good. And they said, Chris, I got some bad news. And I already knew. Uh, I knew that my my manager, Jake, the best boss ever, the most understanding boss ever, manager ever. When I was going through major depression, he was super understanding. When I was going through difficulties, he was super understanding. I think I called him sick every single month, and this is through my during my battle of depression. So I understood why they would have to let me go because I called him sick, and I would call him sick at the worst times, right before a big push to a big project. But I couldn't control it. It was my depression, right? Like, I couldn't. But either way, like, he always understood me. He was really a good friend. He watched all my YouTube videos, would comment on my videos, would give me good feedback on what to improve on, what to talk about, and be like, Chris, you're so confident in videos. Why are you not confident in person? Come on, Chris, believe in yourself. He was, to me, what I am to a lot of people. You have to understand that. And so when he laid me off, I saw the tears in his eyes. Like, I saw it was red. I know it was hard for him. And literally, as soon as they laid me off, he had a meeting with all the other devs. And they're like, well, yo, I had to lay Chris off. We had to let him go. Everyone else is safe. And to this day, no one else has been laid off. Thank God. I'm so glad I was the sacrifice because I'm doing well now, right? But I remember that. And then all my colleagues were like, Chris, yeah, you know, Jake's eyes were red. You could tell it was really hard on him. And they like, we were like, I considered him a friend, right? And to this day, I still consider him a friend. I still look up to him so much. You have no idea how much of a friend he was to me. He made me feel very accepted at a place where I had so much imposter syndrome. But man, when I got laid off, it was so difficult. I didn't want to tell my family for weeks, but I knew I couldn't keep this from them. So I told them I got laid off. And then after being laid off, ironically, I got a new job in three days. And then that company was cool. But then you know what? There was someone at that company who was very toxic, very toxic. No one liked working with him. I don't know why he was there. And then I ended up moving across the country for this job. And I ended up quitting that job on the spot because of how toxic this person was. Man. And then after that, after quitting, I put it on Twitter that I quit my job because the, this freaking culture was toxic. So I left. Then I got reached out by another amazing company literally three days later or a week later. And three weeks after that, I got hired at New Relic as a developer relations engineer. 
everyone, please understand. I got hired a new relic in December, early December. That's when I was officially starting, right? From May. May is when I got laid off. That's like, what, six months later? Seven months later. Seven months. Okay. Please note, when I was working at my second job where I got laid off from, I was making $70,000 a year. I was making about 30 to 40 k a year from YouTube. Seven months later, everyone. Wow. I got an even better job that paid more than double of what I was earning at that second position I got laid off from. More than double. Okay. And with my business that I have on the side, with YouTube, I'm making more than triple of what I earned at that second job I got laid off from. And when I think about it, when I really look back at everything I went through now, when I really look back, what it took for me to reach the level I'm at today was struggle. It was hardship. It was being shown that you're not valuable, being shown that, yo, I was loyal to a company. I didn't even want to leave. I had a chance to get paid more working for a company in Boston and another company in Silicon Valley, realizing that, yo, you can't be loyal to a company because a company at the end has to take care of themselves. And that's not a bad thing. That's what they have to do to exist, right? But it took all of that, all the struggle, then going to a new company that was toxic, not the company was toxic, but one person was toxic. It took me to quit that after moving after moving across the country for them to get to where I'm at today, my dream job. It's just when I look back, everyone, when you're going through that struggle at the moment, what makes everything so scary is that you don't know. It's the I don't know of the future. It's the you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come. That's what makes it scary. But if you told me one year ago when I got laid off that in a matter of seven months, even after going to a different company, moving across the country and quitting and facing the most toxic person I've ever dealt with for my life, that I'd be here is insane. That makes no sense. Why are those people still working at that company where I got laid off from? Like, why am I making more than them? I don't deserve that. They're better. They're better than them. I think they were better developers than me. Right? Why is it me? Why am I so lucky where when something bad happens, something better just happens? Like something better along comes. And when I when I really think and when I really look back at everything I did, everything I've done the last five years, it's that I just started to do something outside of just depending on work. I tried to, I, five years ago, I started to build something for myself. I didn't know if it would work. I didn't know if it would help me. I didn't know if it would be a waste of time or not, but I just wanted to try. I didn't want to think what if, what if, what if. I started a YouTube channel and I started building my brand. I built a YouTube channel not to sell things to people, not to get famous. I didn't think it would ever grow on YouTube. Yo, I was a, I stuck at 5,000 subscribers for the longest time. I grew very slow. Well, I had other friends who grew very fast. Like... I started something years ago, not realizing by that, that by doing that one thing and then never giving up, despite how many times I wanted to give up on YouTube and building a brand on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere, that by just going and pers- being persistent and never giving up would help me in times when I was down. 
because I decided to do something that made no sense. A developer being a YouTuber did not make sense five years ago, everyone. There was not many of us on there. There was not many at all. You can Google, ask people. There was not many. There was probably like seven. Now there's a ton of them. But back then, that wasn't normal. So I decided to do it first. Share my life documenting my journey on YouTube. And you know what's crazy? There are so many developers on YouTube doing that now after me. Like, that is crazy to me. I find it crazy to hear and see so many people doing what I did. And I'm not saying they're copying me. If they are, dude, that makes me even happier because, yo, that means I inspired many more developers than what we see on YouTube right now. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. I'm not. But that's crazy, right? But anyway, because I started, what happened is this. I built a brand for four years. Kept going, right? Kept going. And after getting laid off, what happened? Because I built a brand of following, that when I got laid off from my mid-level position, my first mid-level position, what happened? Put out a simple tweet on social media. Got a new job. And and then what happened when I quit that job? I put out a simple tweet, got a new job in three weeks. And I was thinking, man, I'm so lucky that this happened to me. I'm so lucky that these opportunities keep coming. But it's not luck at all whatsoever. The reason I got my first job as a developer in three months is because rather than waiting to be a perfect developer, rather than waiting to think I'm good enough to be a developer, I started applying knowing that an opportunity can be out there. And if I do not apply to a job, if I miss out because I don't apply, there's an opportunity I could have taken, but I missed it because I didn't try to take it in the first place. So that's why I got my first job. And the reason I was able to get a job after one tweet, getting literally hundreds of retweets and my second time tweeting i got late, uh, that i quit a job and need a new one that one got thousands of retweets and likes more retweets than likes by the way which is crazy why not because i was lucky it's because for four years i persistently built a foundation to set me up for that when an opportunity is there i can take it yeah it was luck but not really I was making content on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, and YouTube for four straight years. I didn't give up. I wanted to, and I didn't. And because of the community I built, because I kept working hard, kept trying different things. Because of that, I'm where I am. And the thing is, no one taught me this. I didn't know what I was doing. I just did it. No one taught me this. And so for so many people out there who are listening, if you're trying to do something different, if this is you trying to dive into the industry, and even though no one in your family has made it into the tech industry with no degree, and if you're the first one to do it, even if you have a degree, if you're the first one to do it, no one in your family hasn't done it, does not mean that you're not capable, doesn't mean that you can't do it. You're the first one, so guess what? You need to succeed and make it so you can prove to them and to your children and to their children that because you did it, they can do it too. Yo. I'm a YouTuber. I'm about to hit 90,000 followers on YouTube. I'm going to hit 100K by, by the end of the year. Everyone for four years was making fun of me for being a YouTuber in my family. When I would go to a family gatherings, they take out their cell phones, pretend they're vlogging, and they'll make fun of me in front of the entire restaurant, wherever we were, in front of the entire family. 
look, uh, my name is Chris Sean, and I'm a YouTuber. I'm vlogging about my life. What's up, everyone? They would make fun of me. And they're not trying to do it to mock me, right? But they were doing it literally because they're just family. They want they, they want to have fun, right? So they they just want to have fun, and so that's why that's why they did that. But man, you know what's funny now is that because I did it first, you know what happened? Now my sister's trying to start a YouTube channel. My cousin starting a YouTube channel. He has a thousand subscribers now on YouTube, and he's his videos are very impressive. But now no one's making fun of them. Why? Because I did it first, right? Because I did it. Because I became a developer without a degree. Because. I succeeded even after being laid off and even after quitting a job after moving across the country for them. I gave I make more than three times than what I used to one year ago in a matter of 12 months. Now, because I did that, guess what? My family thinks that their children can do it too. My brother can do it too. My sister will probably think that her daughter can do it too. Why? Because I did it. You have no idea how many even just friends that I have from years ago who were like, man, Look at Chris. He's just a junior developer and he got a job with no degree. Man, look at Chris. He doesn't even have a degree. And he's making more money than us. But now those very same people, as of this year, are reaching out to me asking if they can do the same. Am I too late? Why? Because I did it first and because I succeeded in this one thing. Now, guess what? The people who watched me think they can do it too. So this is a message to everyone where you're the first in your family to do this or that. This is a message to every single one of you that, yo, you can't give up. You got to keep going and don't think of just you. You have to keep working hard because if you give up, then guess what? The people who are falling right behind you and your family or friends will think that it's not possible. But if you do the impossible, if you beat all the odds, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter how dumb you think you are, no matter if you have a degree or no degree, college dropout, high school dropout, you got to do it for them because if you can do it and even when you go through difficulties and you show them how you succumb past that, do you have any idea how many people you'll inspire behind you? How many people you encourage to show them that when they are also going through a difficulty that they can go through that too? That's why it's so important for me personally to never give up. You know how many people look up to me on YouTube where if I gave up, so many people would have given up too. I don't just do it for me. I do it for every single one of you. I do it for my family. I do it for my kids. If they ever watch my content and be like, Dad, why do you say the same thing in every single YouTube video? <laughs> that's why I do that. But man, that's what happened after getting laid off. By facing the most difficult thing I've ever been through. It's at one time when I had the least confidence ever. The most humbling experience ever. That that allowed me to come here. That makes no sense. That's not supposed to be normal. But again, that happened not because of luck. That happened because I worked my ass off. And I keep working my butt off. And people keep telling me, even right now, like, Chris, you work too hard. Learn to relax. Chris, you don't need to make that many videos. Chris, you don't need to make that many podcasts. Chris, you don't need to write that many blogs. But then I need to remind them, you need to understand that because I work like that, that's why I am where I am now. And if I change that, then guess what? I'm slowing down and I'm not going to keep growing. It's not that I want to be super rich. But I want to keep doing them possible so that those behind me can see that if I can do it, they can do it too. That's why I do what I do. So for every single one of you who are going through hard times out there, some people are living paycheck to paycheck. Some people just got laid off. Some people 
don't know what to do next. Some people feel like giving up because it's so hard to learn coding. It is supposed to be hard. That's why we get paid so well. I'm telling you, if you keep going, it's worth it. But the moment you stop, the moment you give up, you know what's going to happen. What if I didn't give up? What if I kept going? What if I listened to Krishan? What if I kept pushing on? Where would I be now? Anyway, so that's what I want to talk about, y'all. That's my rant for today. My first just one-on-one podcast with myself for y'all. And I really hope this helps every single one of you. Thank you all for listening. I'm going to make more podcasts like this. I love you all. If you can, by the way, everyone, um, if you can, if you made it to the end, just DM me on Instagram. Let me know. I mean the world to me. I mean the world to me. I love you all. I'll see you guys next time. This is Krishan. This is the life of a DevRel developer. <laughs> and I'm out. Peace.